and welcome to St. Paul's Faith to Go podcast, your on-the-go resource for everything you need to have faith discussion throughout your day, at home, at work, with your friends, and with your family. My name is David Tremaine. I'm the Director of Outreach and Formation here at St. Paul's Cathedral. And my name is Maya Little Sonia, and I am the Agape House Fellow here at St. Paul's. And here we are. It is May 10th. 11th. Well, we're recording on May 10th, but no, 11th, you're right. But this will come out on May 15th, and it will be our fourth week of uh, Right 13, and also our fourth week of this Faith to Go podcast. So we thank you all for joining us again in this week four. Um, This week, our theme is uh, serving others and what it means to serve and what it means to be part of a faith community and serve, what it means to the world to serve and what it means for us uh, to serve. So the, the questions we're going to be asking today are what, like, what effect does it have on the world for us to serve and what is serving other people and what does it look like? Um, how does our service reach beyond ourselves and just and the person that we're serving? And what does God and the church have to do with all of that? Because we have a lot of secular culture around like random acts of kindness and things. Um, but how does our faith inform our intentions for serving others? So that is the general idea for this week. Um, so first we're going to start with our scripture like we do every week. And it is from the end of the Gospel of Matthew. So Maya, take it away. Great. So this is Matthew twenty-five thirty-five through 40 where he's talking to Peter and he says, For I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you welcomed me. I was naked and you gave me clothing. I was sick and you took care of me. I was in prison and you visited me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when was it when was it that we saw you hungry and gave you thir- or gave you food or thirsty and gave you something to drink? And when was it we saw you a stranger and welcomed you, or naked and gave you clothing? And when was it that we saw you sick or in prison and visited you? And the king will answer them, Truly I tell you, just as you did it for one of the least of these who are members of my family, mm-hmm. you did it for me. Mm-hmm. So that's that. I really like that. It's like, because you've done that for other people, and because by serving other people, we're serving Christ, is mm-hmm. like really great. Right. And it's part of our baptismal covenant as Episcopalians and as Christians uh, that we, um, part of the covenant is to seek and serve Christ and other people. Mm-hmm. And uphold the dignity of every human being. Exactly. And we, and we do that, we serve and we seek Christ because Christ has told us that Christ is in each and every person. And so as we've built up the, as we've built the foundation kind of, of, what we're, of the of the themes throughout the weeks, it started with creation and being made in the image of God, and all people being made in the image of God. And then it was about how we speak about that, our own uh, understanding of how we are made in the image of God, and what that means to us uh, in terms of our faith, other people in the Jesus movement. And then it talked about what it means to be have an identity in God, and what identity can be if we build it on that foundation and now we're talking about why we would serve others with this understanding that everyone else including ourselves is Mm -hmm. created in the image of God and having this scripture of seeking Christ and seeking God and seeking this transcendent eternal 
being uh, and being itself in other people. Right. And I think that the weeks have really tapered down, you know, from humanity to uh, Christianity and Episcopalianism to mm-hmm. the self. And mm-hmm. now it's kind of going right back out mm-hmm. uh, with serving others. Mm. But since we took that time to examine the self, we can now uh, help others. Absolutely. Okay, so um, our theologian for this week isn't really a theologian. Uh, and it's actually a prayer from the Book of Common Prayer, but it's a prayer attributed to St. Francis. Um, a lot of people know who St. Francis is. He started an order of Catholic um, monks, now called the Franciscans, uh, but it was based a lot on poverty and giving up everything and also recognizing God's presence in all things and in people. Um, and this prayer is from the Book of Common Prayer, page 833, and it's a prayer attributed to St. Francis. So this is how it goes. Lord, make us instruments of your peace. Where there is hatred, let us sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is discord, union. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. Grant that we may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. Amen. So that really gets to every, all of the lines in there are about serving God in some way serving all of creation in some way and at the end there when it says for it is in giving that we receive that is kind of the thrust of of the prayer and the thrust of really saint francis's or francis of assisi's ministry Mm -hmm. is that in serving all of creation and serving other people we are served and it's not like a quid pro quo like if i serve you you serve me it's that in serving itself is receiving so uh, we're going to move into the, our conversations around the resources now and the videos. So right now we're going to move from our introduction and into ages zero to four. Okay, so this week our zero to four-year-old video is called Color Your World with Kindness. And it's an animated video about uh, people helping one another. So as we move into a com- any kind of conversation with zero to four-year-olds about you know what it means to serve, it kind of helps to start with what it what it looks like to help other people. What that kind of what kind of an act of service would look like, and this is a good introduction to that because it shows just some different examples of people helping other people, and it can be an introduction to this conversation of what it looks like to serve others what serving others means, and what all the different options are for that kind of service. I also liked it because it wasn't just, you know, adults helping people. There were school children Mm -hmm. and uh, school children helping adults. So I thought that was really cool. Mm -hmm. So some of the questions uh, as you start to wonder about this video with your child would be, I wonder why some people in the world are sad or why some people in the world need help. You know, it starts with a a shot of a little girl that is sad about the lunch that she got sitting next to a boy who's very happy about it. And so as 
as kids kind of start to develop the ability to kind of empath empathize with other people and realize that not everyone has the exact same emotional state as them, mm -hmm. this is a great way to start to ask questions like, well, what is it like for other people to be sad other than you? You know, that mm -hmm. kind of probing questions. And I wonder, and then questions about, I wonder why we get sad sometimes. And I wonder if there's anything we can do to help people when they are sad. Uh, a good thing is, I wonder what, what are some things that we can do to help people. Uh, there's a variety of different acts they had in uh, the video. Uh, I wonder what it feels like to help someone else with something. And that kind of goes with, like, as David mentioned, where the age where they develop empathy and they're beginning to see people as separate. And that's kind of that saying where my experience may not be your reality. So mm -hmm. we might be in the same place, but not experiencing the same mm -hmm. thing. And, and good place to start to ask a question about, you know, why it's important to help others. That's really what the whole series of videos is trying to get at. But maybe to start to wonder, you know, beyond just that you're supposed to do it, why, why would it be helpful to mm -hmm. you to help another person? Why is it important to you to help other people? Right. And is there something there already that they already have in their mind about, you know, why it's important to help others? Precisely. Yeah. Okay, so now we're going to move from zero to four and into our five to ten age range. Okay, so our five to ten uh, age video is about helping one another and spreading love in the world. And it's, it's similar to the first video in terms of topic and content, um, but it's live action and it's real people and it's kind Very of and it's, it's like six minutes long and it's kind of that uh that thing that we see a lot in secular culture around people um you know one person helps another and then helps another and then it comes all the way back around and finally it ends with the la the first person who helps someone being helped by the last person who has helped and you know, my my feeling about that is it kind of like leaves something to be desired if we're talking about our motivation as people of faith, like that from a faith community and a faith tradition. Of, we're looking for the reason as to why we are called to serve. And I don't think a good reason to serve is to eventually know that you're going to be served yourself. Right. The, like having authentic intentions just mm -hmm. to serve humbly and not like want anything just for yourself and not be self-serving. Um I think is really important and that video kind of has that vibe um so a pushback that you could like talk with about your child is like is it okay to not get anything back when you serve mm -hmm. and uh do you think that everything that goes around comes around as far as serving mm -hmm. um and you know in this in this age group uh this is when kids are becoming aware of their own needs and communicating them uh so this video that's why we thought it was really age appropriate um, also growing in self-awareness and personal agency and choices uh, so they know that they have the choice to help people or not and I think the video actually kind of shows that um, in the very first little boy mm -hmm. you know he had the choice to go with his friends or the choice mm -hmm. to go help that person right. so um, and you know talking about social groups and make decisions about how to interact with others and um, as we're moving towards emotional maturity we thought this video was very appropriate so some of the questions uh, that you can ask about this video is, uh, what is what is the reason to help another person? You know, just start with that. 
Why do you think people are more likely to help others after they've been helped? And it's not that that's a bad thing, um, but it's it kind of gets to that, like, what is going on inside? What is the interior life like when we are helping people? Uh, is there a reason to help others even if we don't get helped in return, like Maya was saying? And that comes kind of back to our St. Francis prayer where it says, it, for it is in giving that we receive. You know, is that is that the place that we actually are? Do we give because it's good to give? Or do we give so that someday we can get back? Um, what are some ways that other people have helped you? And so maybe moving towards kind of more experiential questions of, you know, what has it been like to help people in the past? What are some things you have done to help people in the past? And what has it been like when you've been helped? And to start to kind of move towards a phenomenology, like a, an inner experience, a, a sharing of the inner experience of being helped and what it feels like to help and what it feels like to give and in giving receive. Because those are great words and we can say it all day long, but it's not until you really experience that feeling uh, and know the promise of that, that it you know, happens naturally in your life. So that's the 5 to 10 age, and now we're going to move into 11 to 18 and the right 13 class. Okay, great. And now we're going to move into the 11 to 18 year old uh, resource and video. Uh, this week we chose a video um, called Love Neighbor, Love God. And it's a little animated but uh, narrated um, video, and kind of a narrated animated infographic um, about the church's role in helping others because the resources that we've displayed and shown uh, for the other age groups are more secular of like just help people because it, it's good and it makes you feel good but this is kind of the church's role in that um, so the video is talking about how the original promise and the original mission of the church was very simple so love God and love neighbor that's it and then they talk about how you know the church has kind of misconstrued that but we still come together because we are the church and the people of faith so it goes back to our jesus movement kind of um unit as well as we all have worth and that's why we serve um developmentally it's good because i think that adding the element of the church because the video asks some questions like, is the church necessary anymore? Is it still a game changer, they say? Mm -hmm. um, do we stay or walk away is something they say. And that's pretty um, appropriate for this kind of age group where they're kind of questioning everything, right. including their faith. And really like lean into the questions and it's okay to question. Mm -hmm. You know, re remember what it's, I mean... All of us still question things. We and all still okay. have doubts. And it's okay. It's we can think about it as we can think about questioning as kind of like calling like in a prophetic way, calling the church back to its intention. Always questioning the intention. It's like we are doing things, but are we doing them for the love of God and for the love of neighbor? Mm -hmm. Is that why we're doing things? It's always okay to to recall what the original intention was behind any of these institutions that we've created. And to say, are they still serving other people? Are they still serving us? Are we still serving them mm -hmm. the way that they were created to be? And some questions you could ask or that, you, uh, that are recommended you ask on the Faith to Go uh, website is, um, the narrators say the church is full of problems because the church is full of people. 
So what do you think they mean by this? Is are people problems? Mm -hmm. um, is it possible to completely? So the video beckons us to take a step back and completely revert back to the original church philosophy of love God, love neighbor. But is that actually possible in modern times where the church has evolved quite a bit over 18 or 20 centuries? Mm -hmm. um, and then the narrators also say, is this is the church a place where I can be a leader? So there's also a question out of, um, can teenagers be leaders in the church? Are there ways to be leaders in the church without being priests? That's my favorite question. Thanks, pal. <laughs> I, I like it too, because I think there is at David at me. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, and I think that's a question that we, that we are all continually being called to ask ourselves is like, right. what does church, what does, what does church leadership look like without, um, needing everybody to be a priest right, that precisely. is a good leader in the church. Like, what is the call and purpose and place of lay leadership? Well, doesn't the Book of Common Prayer say, like, the orders of the church are the laity, the lay mm -hmm. people, the deacons, the priests, and the bishops? So yeah. us as lay people, uh, non-ordained persons, are still, like, a holy order. Mm -hmm. And we can still do that, those, like, prophetic acts of calling the church back to its intention. Of questioning things mm -hmm. and it's and be leaders in it and be part of it and still question it and still push it forward and still make changes and there's so much we can do and there's always room for education and for theological reflection and growth for all of us. yeah and so the last question uh, in the video it talks about that many people found their vocation passion and purpose because of the church and so the last question is simply kind of what do you think might be your calling in life and do you think that will change um, yes. whether that's based yeah well okay thank you <laughs> but do you think um, what might be your calling in life to get I think is a good lead in from helping people right. and it gives them that perspective again starting to ask the questions that we are all been asking since we were 11, 11 to 18 yeah you know, it's like we never stop asking those precisely and you know just kind of uh, cultivating that kind of conversation that they're already having with themselves right just together right Okay, well, that's it for week four. Um, make sure you check out the faith to go uh, webpage at stpaulcathedral.org slash faith to go. Uh, you can click on the appropriate resource for your children's ages or take a look at all of them. They're all there for you. Um, if you have any questions, make sure to email the podcast at my email, which is D at stpaulcathedral.org. You can find that on our webpage also. So until next time, uh, it's time for us to say goodbye. Bye. Goodbye, everybody. Have a good week. See you next week.